Oh yeah, welcome to Transformation Radio. It is Thursday. We've got some songs, some scripture, and devotional to start your day with. First off on the hit list is Audio Adrenaline with Big Ed Jesus.
And our reading from the New Testament today comes from Luke chapter 22, verse 44 through chapter 24, verse 12. By this time it was about noon, and darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. The light from the sun was gone, and suddenly the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn down the middle. Then Jesus shouted, Father, I entrust my spirit into your hands. And with those words, he breathed his last. When the Roman officer overseeing the execution saw what had happened, he worshipped God and said, Surely this man was innocent. And when all the crowd that came to see the crucifixion saw what had happened, they went home in deep sorrow. But Jesus' friends, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a great distance watching. Now there was a good and righteous man named Joseph. He was a member of the Jewish high council, but he had not agreed with the decision and actions of the other religious leaders. He was from the town of Arimathea in Judea, and he was waiting for the kingdom of God to come. He went to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Then he took the body down from the cross and wrapped it in a long sheet of linen cloth and laid it in a new tomb that had been carved out of the rock. This was done late on Friday afternoon, the day of preparation, as the Sabbath was about to begin. As his body was taken down, the women from Galilee followed and saw the tomb where his body was placed. Then they went home and prepared spices and ointments to anoint his body. But by the time they were finished with the Sabbath, had, the Sabbath had begun, so they rested as required by the law. But very early on Sunday morning, the women went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared. They found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. So they went in, but they didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. As they stood there puzzled, two men suddenly appeared to them, clothed in dazzling robes. The women were terrified and bowed with their faces to the ground. Then the men asked, Why are you looking among the dead for someone who is alive? He isn't here. He is risen from the dead. Remember what he told you back in Galilee, that the Son of Man must be betrayed into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and that he would rise again on the third day? Then they remembered that he had said this. So they rushed back from the tomb to tell his eleven disciples and everyone else what had happened. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and several other women who told the apostles what had happened. But the story sounded like nonsense to the men, so they didn't believe them. However, Peter jumped up and ran to the tomb to look. Stooping, he peered in and saw the empty linen wrappings. Then he went home again, wondering what had happened.
joining us again on this Thursday for uh, Transformation Radio. Appreciate all those who are listening out there. Our devotion for today comes from New Morning Mercies, and it reads as follows. Our lives are shaped by grief and celebration. This isn't true only for the grand, significant moments of our lives. There are ways in which every day of your life and mine is marked by moments of grief and celebration. Daily we are sad, mad, upset, or disappointed by something. And every day we are excited, happy, joyful, pumped, or thankful for something. It's at the intersection between sadness and celebration that the true love of our hearts is exposed. Think with me. When you look back on a good week, what are the things that excited you, satisfied you, or otherwise made you so happy that you name it as a good week? When you are happy with a relationship in your life, what are you considering that gives you joy? Be honest as you read this. What is it that brings joy and satisfaction to your heart? Or look at the other side. When you're really disappointed with life, what is it that discourages you? When you are envious of the life of another, what produces that envy? When you have lost your motivation to get up in the morning and face your day, what specifically has robbed you of your motivation? I plead with you to take time to let these questions function as a window to your heart. Here's the bottom line question. How much of your joy, celebration, grief, or anger in the last several weeks had anything whatsoever to do with the kingdom of God? Even when I type these words, I am convicted myself. I'm convicted by how much of my joy is connected to getting my own way to, to people and things not being in my way, or to actually getting some physical thing I've set my heart on. Yet, by grace, that is not always true. There are times when my heart grasps the magnitude of God's grace, and I celebrate. There are times when I am captured by the work of God's kingdom. There are moments when I do find joy in serving others. There are times when I am deeply content in the worship of God. I wish I could say that these things were always true of me, but they are not. So take time today to examine your heart, your grief, or unpack your joy. Because if you do, you will see that there is evidence of God's transforming grace at work. But there is also evidence of the need for that grace to do more. Yes, you may have been and are being rescued, but your grief and celebration tell you that the war for your heart still rages on. And like me, you need for grace to continue to do its rescuing and transforming work every day. Since you felt peace in the valley you made where you're not meant to be, where the shame throws shadows on you. But don't you forget that you're headed to more, but you settle for less. Don't buy the lie, it's as good as it gets. The same feet that left you lost in the
And as we continue on this Thursday, our psalm reading today is from Psalm 99, verses 1 through 9, and Proverbs 14, 9, and 10. And it reads as this, The Lord is king, let the nations tremble. He sits on his throne between the cherubim. Let the whole earth quake. The Lord sits in majesty in Jerusalem, exalted above all the nations. Let them praise your great and awesome name. Your name is holy. Mighty king, lover of justice, you have established fairness. You have acted with justice and righteousness throughout Israel. Exalt the Lord our God. Bow low before his feet, for he is holy. Moses and Aaron were among his priests. Samuel also called on his name. They cried to the Lord for help, and he answered them. He spoke to Israel from the pillar of cloud, and they followed the laws and decrees he gave them. O Lord our God, you answered them. But you were a forgiving God to them, but you punished them when they were wrong. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy mountain in Jerusalem, for the Lord our God is holy. And our reading from Proverbs is this. Fools make fun of guilt, but the godly acknowledge it and seek reconciliation. Each heart knows its own bitterness, and no one else can fully share its joy. It's your breath and our lungs, so we pour out our praise, we pour out our praise. It's your breath and our lungs, so we pour out our praise to you only. So you give life. Yeah. 
by all sons and daughters. And as we round the show out today, I just want to take a moment <clears throat> and pray for, uh, I'm going to pray for the phase two guys today as we finish the show out and with Break Every Chain. Father God, thank you for those men that are in phase two this week. And uh, God, you know what they're going through and you know how you're shaping their lives, Lord. And I pray that you would uh, just continue to do that till that hard earth of their hearts, God, and make it uh, soft soil that your, your word may be planted deep and that we'll uh, not return void, God. Thank you for the time we've had today. For all that has, everyone that's listened, I just pray blessings upon their lives today. They have a great day, and they would look for you for everything, Lord. In the name of your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Okay, this is Break Every Chain by Jesus Culture, and thanks for listening on Transformation. There is power.